even before they were born. Jacob and Esau struggled in the womb. They were destined, it seemed, to be eternal adversaries. Not only were they different in character and appearance, they also had different places in their parents' affections. Listen to the verse. The boys grew up and Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the open country, while Jacob was an Ishtam, a quiet man staying among the tents. Isaac, who had a taste for wild game, loved Esau, but Rebekah loved Jacob. We know why Rebekah loved Jacob. Before the twins were born, the pains Rebekah felt were so great, she went to inquire of the Lord, and this is what she was told. There are two nations in your womb. Two peoples from within you will separate. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. It seemed as if God were saying that the younger would prevail and carry forward the burden of history. So it was the younger, Jacob, whom Rebekah loved. But why in that case did Isaac love Esau? Didn't he know about Rebekah's oracle? Hadn't she told him about it? Besides, didn't he know that Esau was wild and impetuous? Can we really take literally the proposition that Isaac loved Esau Kitsaid Befiv because he had a taste for wild game, as if his affection were determined by his stomach, by the fact that his elder son brought him food that he loved? Surely not, when the very future of the covenant was at stake. The classic answer given by Rashi listens closely to the literal text. Esau says the Torah knew how to trap Kitsaid Befiv, Isaac loved him because because there was entrapment in his mouth. Now listen to how Rashi reads this. First of all, Esau knew how to trap, says Rashi. He knew how to trap and deceive his father with his mouth. He would ask him, Father, how should one tithe salt and straw? Consequently, his father believed him to be strict in observing the commands. Note how Rashi reads this. Ishyodeh Tzayed, he knew how to trap not animals, but his father. Kitzayed Befiv, because there was entrapment in Esau's mouth. Esau knew full well that salt and straw don't require tithes, but he asked Isaac so as to give the impression that he was punctiliously religious. And this is how Rashi then comments on the phrase that Isaac loved him, Kitzayed Befiv, because there was entrapment in his mouth. The Midrashic explanation, says Rashi, is that there was entrapment in the mouth of Esau, who trapped his father and deceived him by his words. The Maggid of Dubnov adds a fascinating little observation. How was it that Isaac was deceived by Esau, but not Rebekah? He says Rebekah grew up with the wily Laban, she knew deception when she saw it. Isaac, however, only grew up with Abraham and Sarah, so he only ever knew total honesty. It was a bit, if you excuse the comparison, like here what Bertrand Russell said about the incredibly honest philosopher G.E. Moore, that he only ever heard G.E. Moore once tell a lie, and that was when he said, Moore, have you ever told a lie? And Moore said, yes. So, the classic answer is that Isaac loved Esau because he simply didn't know who or what Esau was. But there is another possible answer, the reverse. 
that Isaac loved Esau precisely because he did know who and what Esau was. In the early 20th century, someone brought to the great rabbi Abraham Isaac Cook, Rav Kuksal, the first Ashkenazi chief rabbi of pre-state Israel, the following dilemma. This was a man who'd given his son a good Jewish education, and his son had always kept the commandments at home. But now the son had drifted away from Judaism. He no longer kept the commandments. He didn't even identify as a Jew. And he wanted to know from Rav Cook what, as a parent, he should do. Rav Cook asked him, did you love your son before when he was religious? The man replied, of course I did. Rav Cook said, well then, now love him even more. Sometimes love can do what rebuke cannot. It may be the Torah is telling us that Isaac was anything but blind as to his elder son's true nature. But if you have two children, one well-behaved, the other one liable to turn out badly, to whom should you devote greater attention? With whom should you spend more time? It may be that Isaac loved Esau not blindly, but with open eyes, knowing that there would be times when his elder son would give him grief. But knowing, too, that the moral responsibility of parenthood demands that we do not despair of or disown a wayward son. Did Isaac's love have an effect on Esau? Well, yes and no. It is clear there was a special bond of connection between Esau and Isaac. This was recognized by the sages. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel said, No man ever honored his father as much as I honored my father. But I discovered that Esau honored his father even more. Rabbi Shimon derives this from the fact that usually people serve their parents wearing ordinary clothes while they reserve their best clothes for going out. Esau, however, had kept his big dechamudot, his best clothes, in readiness to serve his father the food that he'd gone out to hunt. And that's why, while he was away, Jacob was able to wear them while Esau was still out hunting. So he saved his very best clothes to honor his father. And we find much later in the Torah that God forbids the Israelites to wage war against Esau's descendants. He tells Moses, give the people these orders. You're about to pass through the territory of your brothers, the descendants of Esau, who live in Seir. They will be afraid of you, but be very careful. Don't provoke them to war. For I will not give you any of their land, not even enough to put your foot on. I have given Esau the hill country of Seir as his own. And later still, Moses commands the Israelites, Do not abhor an Edomite that is a descendant of Esau, because he is your brother. And the sages understood both of these provisions as an enduring reward to Esau, for the way he fulfilled that one great command to honor his father. So was Isaac right or wrong to love Esau. Esau reciprocated the love, but remained Esau, the hunter, the man of the field, not the man to carry forward the demanding covenant with an invisible God and the spiritual sacrifices it called for. Not all children follow the path of their parents. If it was Isaac's intent that Esau should do so, he failed. But there are some failures that are honorable. Loving your children, 
whatever they become, is one. For that, surely, is how God loves us. Shabbat Shalom.